Thank you for listening. This is Thoughtful Discussions with Josh Snyder. I have my co-host, Brittany Sunny. And I'm here with the wonderful Amber Lehman. And tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. So Josh, I'm a Pittsburgh native. Um, I am the head chef and owner of My Take LLC. Um, I've always wanted to be in the cooking industry, but for My Take, I am a personal chef, Mm -hmm. but I also do small batch catering, um, cooking lessons, meal prep services. There's pretty much all things food. Yeah. Um, but something that's really important to me is the community. Um, so when it comes to, if I go to like my son's school Mm -hmm. or just like teach about food and really just bridging the gap between food and mental health, that's really big. Got you. For me. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you were talking about community. You uh, yes. you recently did a, a drop with someone else, right? A collab. I did. Yes. Yeah. Saint Ravioli. Yeah. He's you haven't checked that out. Yes. Yeah. We've been we've been hitting those drops. <laughs> uh, so- I, I have an alarm set on my phone. Eleven fifty seven. Yes. I love it. That's how you know it gets real. But <laughs> stuff like that, it's it's so big. I feel like collaborations. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just meet so many cool people. Absolutely. And Saint reached out to me and he was like, would you ever be interested in this? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I just also think that it's cool too that we can put more of an emphasis on Caribbean culture because there's yeah. not a ton in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, latest one, jerk chicken. Look out for it. Very cool. Delicious. How did he find you? Instagram. Nice. Honest to goodness. And that's something that social media is so huge for small businesses mm-hmm. like Absolutely. i rely so much on instagram yeah. and facebook and j- just all of it and i'm able to communicate with so many people like the last meal drop i did mm-hmm. um i had so many new people and yeah. i always ask people like how did you find me somebody came from like you an angel mm-hmm. um and it's like the coolest thing i'm able to reach all these different pieces of the community through social media amazing yeah love that and uh, tell me where you like got started, like why, what, oh, what, yes. what inspired you to? So cooking was a very big outlet for me yeah. whenever I was a kid. Um, I come from a big family. I did have a, a bit of a rough past. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother's, my mom's mom, and my dad's mom were really, really big with food. Got you. So I um, actually one of my. <laughs> Very early memories. My mom had gotten me a um, an American Girl doll, and it came with you know it comes with like their story, mm-hmm. and in it was a um, it was a recipe for breakfast potatoes, <laughs> and I was cooking them. My mom came downstairs like thought something was on fire, <laughs> and she's like obviously talked to me about the safety and things like that. But that was one of my very early memories of cooking something by myself for the first time, and so. My mom's mom, she's from Bermuda. Hmm. So I had like that Caribbean influence, Portuguese. Um, hmm. She is who taught me. And actually my mom used to make fun of her. She's like, you know, Graham will never get anything um, like off brand. But that taught me the importance of good ingredients. Right. And then my dad's mom, hmm. um, she actually did catering with her church and different things like that. But she also taught me how to make people happy through food. Gotcha. So whether it was her church every Sunday, she would handle everything. And I'm talking huge spreads, like cooking for over 100 people. Yeah. Um, so just with them, I was very close with both of them. And just with the things that I went through in my childhood, 
cooking was the singular thing that I was able to do when mm. I was able to experiment and be creative. And two, I was able to block everything out. It just came naturally. Got you. So then as I grew up, I did like vocational um, technical school mm. and I went to Mars. So I did uh, culinary arts and baking. And then that's when I actually got introduced to um, to culinary competitions. Gotcha. And I did, I was like going through this competition, cooking up, and I'm like, there's no way I'm even going to place. And I, I remember being at the awards ceremony and kind of just checking out. And my friend like nudged me. They were like, they just said your name for first place. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I will never forget it. I, my mom, um, cause we had to drive some ways uh, on a school bus and I came back and my mom had a van and she opened the van and she just had like flowers and balloons and she was just like always such a big supporter. Yeah. Um, so that's really how I got started. Wait, what did you make? So honestly, we had to do three different courses and I know that I made a soup for the first one and I believe I made a chicken dish. Ooh, I really nice. do wish that I remember what I made. That would have been that would have been really important. Now I did go back to nationals and I did not place, but it was still um, such a cool experience. But it also taught me the biggest lesson from nationals, I burnt myself. Okay. And um, you know, in those culinary pans and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they don't have like holders or yeah. anything. So I grabbed it and I was like, Oh my gosh, <sighs> but I kept going. I yeah. didn't stop. Yeah. Um and you had to pick out all your plating. It was kind of like chopped. They oh, gave you okay. ingredients and they were like, do this. Mm. But it was one of the They'll coolest. They'll like cut their finger off and be like, keep yes. going. Keep <laughs> going. Keep going. You don't need a stitch. Just as long as there's no blood in the food. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like such a cool experience. Um, and then I went to IUP. I kind of wanted to get the business part of it. So I did mm-hmm. hospitality management. When yeah. I left IUP, I did um, actually the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. So that was like really cool. Um, mm. And then I had my son some years later. I was just working long hours. I did management. So I, I managed a restaurant downtown. Mm. The hours were very, very long. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get into corporate America. Went and worked a job in sales after two years. I was good at sales. Yeah. But my heart wasn't in it. Right. So I was like, then the pandemic happened. Mm. And I'll never forget, like, you know, Brittany and I had this very large group chat of all these amazing, yeah. like, 11 women. And I was like, guys, I think I think this is it. Like, I think this is time. Um, so I had still had my job. Um, but then I was going over, like, some names, like, mm-hmm. different, you know, just spitballing. And um, I really did. I was like, I think it's time. And I got an LLC mm-hmm. and um, reached out to somebody for a website. And I was like this is it. So during the pandemic, what was really cool is, um, cause personal chefs aren't like huge. There's not right. a very large group for them. Um, people were scared to go to restaurants. Restaurants were shut yeah. down. Right. So I brought it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really how it started out for my take. Um, and I'm just rolling with it. I love yeah. really, I love like how happy it makes me when people give me feedback about right. my food and mm-hmm. tell me how it made them feel like mm-hmm. I think it was the I made maybe my bolognese or something and, and Brittany mm-hmm. texted me and said like something about your grandma and I <laughs> burst yeah. into tears because like that's what I want mm-hmm. and one of my biggest things um Ratatouille the movie mm-hmm. and there's the part at the end the food critic and he's just like this rotten guy and 
then he tastes the ratatouille and it takes him back to when he was a child and then all of a sudden he's just this bright and happy person like that has been my motivation my entire life okay and um when did you said that mental health was also a big part of of what you're doing when did you decide that that was also like i'm gonna pioneer this and this is gonna be a part of it well honestly just because my whole um i really started to get into just making sure my mental health was okay in college. Yeah. Um, like just because of my childhood, that's when I became very open and therapy and just like mm-hmm. good practices with that. Um, so in college, that's when I really honed in on that. Mm. Um, and then really, even kind of recently in the last six, seven years with my son, realizing that food can make you happy. A bunch of bad stuff could make you feel bad. And, and right. like, it's a full circle. Yeah. Um, so that was really just something, paying attention to my own mental health, those around me, and realizing, you know, food is a necessity. That's why mm-hmm. it can be so dangerous for some people because you right. eat, you know, you have to eat to live. Yeah. And if you don't have good things and you're not treating your body right, that messes up everything, mm-hmm. not just yeah. physically, mentally too. Right. Yeah. Got you. Yes. It is a bad cycle because, like, if your mental health is not great, you're yes. eating... Lots of fast food, just anything to get you by, which makes you feel even crappier. And it's, it's really hard to get out of that to like, I just need to eat a vegetable today. Like anything. (laughs) And you know, you feel better too, Britt. You do. And, and that's, and even also teaching people that you don't have to be a chef to Mm -hmm. love being in the kitchen. And a lot of people look at it as a chore. Like it is something that you have to do every day. But even if you tweak little things, it doesn't have to be this giant ordeal. Like our Sundays have now turned into like meal prep. Mm. Um, Whether it's we're using both racks in the oven to roast off vegetables, but my partner and I, like we are so in sync with that. So Mm -hmm. we really enjoy it. And then our kids see that and it's Mm -hmm. a cycle. Um, But like you said, like you just need to eat a vegetable Mm -hmm. and that's how you feel. But you feel so good from head to toe mm-hmm. when you're eating well and just taking care of yourself. And I'm, and I'm not talking all like, you know, it has to be X, Y, and Z. Like if you're just eating good, wholesome food mm-hmm. that you made out of your kitchen, you do feel better. Yeah. 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 As someone that eats more fast food than I should. <laughs> um, but I, I do try to, you know, pick the healthier options. But yeah. um, when I do get a, a home cooked meal or when, when I do spend time or, Brittany, um, or when we have yours or yes. St. Revealer or whatever, yes. um, it is, it is a huge difference and, and you could definitely, you know, yes. taste. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. It makes you happy. Right. Yes. So, um, a little bit about your past and, um, and what you're doing now, tell me about like some goals that you have or, or, um, yes. you know, anything in the future that's either, um, you know, kind of up and coming or, or On even like five, 10 years from now, what you So I, for the longest time, I wanted to own a restaurant and with um, my partner and I, like he, what's so nice. So like, obviously I went to school for cooking and things like that. Mm -hmm. Now he also loves cooking, but more of a hobby. The things that we come up with, like my jerk chicken salad, Mm -hmm. we came up with that in college Mm -hmm. because we had a bunch of leftover jerk chicken and we're like, what can we do with this? Yeah. Let's mess around. So like, that's our love language together. Got you. Um, so in a perfect world, we would have um, a restaurant 
attached to like a market mm-hmm. um butcher yeah. all of our own meats and like just sustainable like you want to and that's what a lot of people don't realize too you can use every single part right. of a vegetable of a meat whatever it is um and not that i have strayed away from that but it does take a lot of time yeah and when you have a family you're like my time needs to be with them um but I'd say in my five to 10 year plan, um, because again, things do change. And while mm-hmm. that isn't completely out of the question, yeah. um, I am realizing how much I love to teach. Got you. I really, really love to teach. And if I could, one day, I would love to open small cooking schools mm. in lower income neighborhoods mm. all over the country. I think that it's very important and it starts with children. And yeah. I know that there's a lot, it doesn't matter, um, you know, what financial situation you're in. I just feel like nobody should be deprived from good food. Mm-hmm. Um, children can learn how to grow things. Like my son's palate mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Um, and I truly believe that that's because one, he watches me cook. Two, he, he cooks with me. Yeah. So then he's able like to. Like wants to try it. Exactly. Yeah. And he's able to see the like appreciation behind it. Like, wow, I made that. Yeah. Um. And just that, like, again, I think that where a lot of areas go wrong is, okay, let's give these overly processed, oh, sorry, these overly processed foods. And I understand that in some ways, yeah, they're more obtainable. Um, but if I could have any type of part in changing that, that would, yeah, that really is my passion. So what do you think, or I don't know if you have considered this, but like, um, working with like after school programs or, or um, like summer camps yes. and like trying to like do it even just locally like tour yes. around and and get involved that way and if someone's listening to this and would love <laughs> to do that I am your person yeah um but is that, is that something that you've thought of 100 yeah. percent awesome I actually just reached out to my son's principal um because they had a multicultural cooking class um cool. but it they don't have it right now but he sent me the program of who does it yeah. and I would love to reach out to them because I just I love the kids I yeah. love to teach adults too yeah um but I love the kids I really do like watching just life through a child's eyes is just like it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I really would love to do that. <laughs> cool. Um, so you said your your son cooks with you. How old is he? He'll be seven in June. Yeah. Yeah. And how long has, has he been in the kitchen with you cooking? Um, Honestly, to, since he can stand like two or three. Yeah. 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 Um, he loves making homemade pasta. Nice. He thinks he's like this little king. Like he really <laughs> does. And he loves I mean, them. that's a skill. He is. He gets salt bay. <laughs> but he loves it um i've actually been so i actually can't stand baking but i'm good at it i just don't have a lot of patience for it so he so we kind of like learn together i'm like Mm. look how cool this is um and that's a lot of thing that people forget too cooking is Mm. a science baking definitely oh yes Mm -hmm. it it can get aggressive like if you make one little mistake Mm -hmm. the whole entire thing is thrown off um i think the most recent thing i made in the past couple months it was a peach pound cake. Mm. <laughs> and I went to flip the pan. And anybody that is baked or just anything, I went to flip the pan like, okay, is it going to come out in one piece? <laughs> like, I was literally like, all right, all right, we're going to do this. And I think I screamed. Kirk was like jumping up and down. I was like, it came out. It came out. And I, was just... I made some brownies. They did not. No. They did not come out. Oh, <laughs> they're probably but it happens. It's trial and error, honest yeah. to goodness. And as long as you try again, like that's totally fine. But yeah, he'll, he's really into gardening too. 
So one of my birthday presents, we're going to Home Depot on uh, on Sunday, and I'm going to get all my, like, basil and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm really going to teach them about, like, just watching it come up. Um, we didn't have a garden last year, but, uh, yeah, just farm to table. We love yeah. that. Yeah. We love the markets. Like, yeah. so cool. Very cool. Yes. Um, so you mentioned your your partner and you cooked together yes. and um, you went to school together? Yeah. We okay. met at IEP. And so, um, and when you say ro- like partnered, you mean romantic partner and, yes. and business partner? Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, um, <laughs> similar, similar situation. Yeah. Yes. Um, which isn't something that we've really talked about on the podcast yet or not in like depth. But well, I'm um, so, um, Brittany and I, we, um, in, in 2022, we, she came on full time to the print shop and, yes. um, there were either, you know, some people that were kind of on their way out or, or, uh, that we revamped and kind of let, let people go. Yeah. I, I have this whole article on it, on our website and, uh, where we talk about it, but now <laughs> that it's just the two of us and um, we're able to operate so efficiently, mm. uh, it's more so her operating efficiently and me. Um, doing my best to best. empower her, I love but um, she she has really made a, a, a huge difference in it, and it shows what um, if two people have a common goal and they're able yes. to support each other and work together, um, how much more they're able to accomplish. And I was talking to another uh, business owner friend, and it's like uh, when you when you have people that are working for you, you're both trying to extract the most value mm-hmm. from each other. So it's like, well, how little can I work as the employee? Um, how little can I work and get the most out of it? And then I'm, you know, as a boss, I'm, I'm on the other end. How much, how much can I get out of your work? And there's just, this like tug of war. And, um, when you have the partnership, like that is completely gone. And it's like both people that are like full steam that are like, like, how can I make this be its best? And that is a whole different. And and I think the customers can feel it, see it. Um, and in your case, taste it. Yeah. And that, I love that you just said that. That mm-hmm. was like such a, like a light bulb. Like mm-hmm. it, that just clicked because mm-hmm. Curtis is my biggest support system. Yeah. Um. So we actually just did a real big event for Dick's Sporting Goods Corporate. Yeah. And um, it was, we fed over 300 people samples. Um, yeah. Three or four different things. Got you. And um, I was I remember like, seeing the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like super nervous and um. He's just like, we got this, like, we got this. <laughs> and what I also love too is, yeah. um, um, he can take me at all of my different, yeah. like, points. Right. And, um, th- when it happens, like, we got set up, and again, it's hard to, like, I remember, and a lot, of, I don't think people realize so much prep goes into this. So oh, much. yeah. Like, whether I'm doing in home or meal prep, mm-hmm. like, I am going and getting these ingredients, mm-hmm. like, as quick as like a day in advance, maybe with a that. baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of my time goes around my kids too. So mm-hmm. their schedules. And I remember the one night he came home and I just had like all these different things going on. And I started like crying cause I got like really overwhelmed. My daughter was started to teething and, mm. and just all these things. And he literally had to say, he said, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like get out of the kitchen mm-hmm. i've got this yeah. and like in that moment i was uncomfortable because i was very upset with myself because that's a whole other thing motherhood is an entirely different other yeah. thing and um 
like he just handled it. And then when we got to Dick's, so we were on site, we're setting everything up, not knowing really what to expect. Um, we were like yin and yang, like yeah. the way that we moved around each other, like it was amazing. Nice. Um, and he just said everything correctly. And mind you, he has a full-time job. Yeah. Um, so that was going like, to be my other question. Yeah, like full-time job. Yeah. And, um, and sales at that, like, I mean, any full-time job, it's crazy. But, um, so then he, you know, took the day off with me. And, you know, the things that he was just saying, like, he was just as proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is something that is just, like, when people say their partner, like, I used to be like, oh, my God, partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> but it is exactly what that is, mm-hmm. partner. Like, anything I say to him, um, he can just be real with me. And we do. We bring out the yeah. best in one another. Yeah. Um, and that is, it's very, it's very special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I do too. I, I've been seeing it. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I saw it growing up and, and, you know, um, there's been instances where, you know, you kind of look at that and, and I've always looked up to it Yeah. and I wasn't sure I'd ever get to a place where that would be my reality. Yes. And, um, I think now that it, it is, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to, you know, yes. keep, keep all the puzzle pieces, um, yes. you know, working out. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. And that's like something, um, Kurt would hate if I told this story, but it's hilarious. Oh, let's get, yeah. Let's oh, get yeah. it. Um, so we both met at IEP. I'm talking yeah. like 18, 19 years old. And, yeah. um, I, that's obviously I was in hospitality management. I worked yeah. at Ruby Tuesday. I just love their food. Um, worked there and <laughs> I was like an assistant manager and he was, he was a, a line cook at the time and something happened <laughs> and the boss was like, you have to fire him. And I was like, no, not me. And she was like, yeah, you have to fire him. And were I was, you guys dating at the time? Yes, oh, of no. course, Britt. Of course we were. <laughs> and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, they had gotten to fight. It was something so ridiculous. So I literally had to fire him. <laughs> it was horrible. And I was like, this is so horrible yeah. and funny. And re- like, we laugh about it now. Yeah, yeah. But it just goes, honest to God, it goes to a place of like, look where we were. And obviously that wasn't, we weren't running our own stuff. Yeah. But, um. And like, look where we are now. Mm-hmm. Like, honest yeah. to God. Like, it's that is it, it's awesome. Is well, there? Oh, sorry. Is there anything that Curtis cooks better than you? Yes. That you'll admit on camera <laughs> that I will admit. Listen, I will do anything, but okay, he can definitely barbecue better than I can. Mm. Now he will throw down on a smoker, a barbecue. Actually, we've been looking into getting him Ooh, nice. um, his new thing, a pellet grill. So he's like, I'll be able to control the temperature this way and this way. And I'm like, oh, my God, just keep feeding me food. And, but anything else, though, and that's what's also nice is we have a great competitive nature to yeah. us. Like, really great. Um, our biggest battle, actually, um, and it will be probably for the rest of our lives, is mac and cheese. Who makes the better mac and cheese? Britt, this is a very real thing. I go back and forth, yeah. baked or cheese sauce. And actually, mm. last time I made it, I did both. Yeah. I won't even get into that. All Ooh. different cheeses that yep. we use. Um my goodness but i will definitely say he does he does grill better than me yeah the burnt ends always wins it for me like when there's like a little bit of meat chunks in there oh my god yes so he he might win on that one yeah no i really (laughs) do and he um it's so funny like on instagram all we do is send each other videos all day and i'll be like okay did you look at the ones that i sent you and then we just like save things that we want to try and that's also a very large part of my job is research yeah because 
I never like to sit still. I never want to be in just one place. Um, that's what's lovely about cooking is yeah. there's always something to learn. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what did we do? I mean, we, you know, obviously we had like recipe, um, like cookbooks and things like that, but social media, like mm -hmm. the videos and being able to see, like, there's this one guy that I follow. He's so funny. He's actually Bermudian. Um, but he does all of these recipes from very old cookbooks mm. and um i'm talking like really old like ridiculous things and he makes them and he tries them on camera but like just seeing things like that i get so much inspiration from other people around the world it's yeah. amazing yeah it really is so um i'm, I'm gonna go on a little rant here so i'm, yes. I'm a huge believer in social media yes. for business yep um with the business that i have now which is almost nine years old um, the first year I started and uh, with Instagram, and that first year, about $20,000 worth came directly from Instagram. Didn't No paid ads, just hammering it as much as I could. Um, and it, it made up 70% of the business. Oh, my God. And um, it was just uh, the amount that you the, – the reason that Instagram works so well is because it, it's, it's two-way – um, yeah. and where Facebook, like you could put information out, but you can't like go in and like, yeah. like people's yep. stuff and comment, yes. whatever. So Instagram, I, I saw the difference. I saw that they're tagging locations. They're tagging, um, you know, you could use, utilize the hashtags. There's yeah. all these things where they, you know, have had many re iterations of, of how Instagram has developed. But, um, I knew that that was the spot that I could reach the people that I was trying to reach, which mm. was people in my area that would need printing yes uh, which is potentially everyone eventually is going to need some printing but um and to plug the shop real quick uh pgh print ship check us out on our website it's yes. Brittany and i and uh, we have about seven thousand customers that we work with and uh, we love doing all these fun little projects but some of them only need us every year or two yeah. and and so that's why there's such a vast um there's so many products that we offer, but yeah. there's also so many different customers and there's no one thing. We do a bunch of venues. We do yes. um, offices. We do art, uh, tons of artwork and um, events. And there's, it's endless as, as far as who all we're working with. It's, it's really amazing, but I wouldn't have been able to, you know, reach out to those people. I think without Instagram and be able to right. show off what it is I'm doing. And now the, the way that, you know, video wasn't a thing then um, when it was kind of first starting up. But now, you know, video, reels, all that stuff, if you could take advantage of that. Um, and it is uh, – if if anyone is out there listening and thinking about, like, oh, should yes. I do this, whatever, um, you know, absolutely make the jump. Um, start on, you know, I would say Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. TikTok's huge for me. Okay. Um, I haven't – I've I've gotten a few videos that have had yeah. you know almost two hundred thousand plays, mm. um, but I can imagine with what you're doing, I think that if you uh, if you were to do it on TikTok, I don't know if you are you on TikTok yet. So a consumer or because I'm I'm not done with my rant yet, but I want to know. No, not yet, but okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Look, are are you consuming TikTok at all? Yeah. I okay. Love <laughs> yes. So once you're on it, the first like day or two is like, what the heck is this? But then once you're that algorithm, yeah, once it once it uh, starts to figure out who you are, oh, yeah. um, it's a whole different ball game, and like uh, the way that Instagram and Facebook are trying to like manipulate or, or mimic it is uh, is nothing yeah. like what TikTok is, um, the the way that it 
is is working is is working out very very well mm-hmm. as um audience and i was telling my nephew who uh he makes youtube videos and and stuff like that and he he does uh he d- he's doing really great with with content and, and we were talking about it. he's like yeah i haven't really messed with tiktok yet and i was trying to explain to him like the amount of people on there consuming content versus people posting content like if you have instagram um let's say i'm i, I might look at 100 photos and I post per one that I post, right? Okay. Where at TikTok, I'm probably watching a thousand or two thousand videos yes. for every one that I post, and so the amount of people that will watch, that could potentially watch your video, is so vast. And you have people on there that are, you know, sharing news and you know that kind of thing that have a bigger broadcast than yeah. like ABC. Yes, like it's it's in, on one video they get three hundred fifty thousand views, and it's more than the news got that yes. night. And it's, it's, it's just insane. I got chills talking about it. Yeah. But when we were, so when I was first starting out with my first business, I was 18 years old and uh, we did a print shop. This is when I was in Southern California yeah. and we were on um, MySpace. We were, oh, MySpace. Our, um, we were within the first, um, it was like uh, our. I remember our account number. It was seven five seven nine six nine because you had to have the HTML. So, you, uh, yeah. so that was the number. And um, back in the day when it was first starting out, like you couldn't pick your. Remember the top eight? You couldn't pick it. So it was just the people that nice were um, that were early adapters, yeah. and we were early enough that we ended up in everyone. So we had, like a year after just like you know, also doing that and trying yes. to hack that the best we can. It was before Ketchka was a, a thing. There was no spam yet. It wasn't uh. like, and uh, so we had 12,000 friends on Facebook and we would just That's put so stuff much. out. Oh, it was insane. Cause we were, cause we were so early. We were, yes. we were on everyone's yes. page. And so like anytime someone would go to one, we'd be there and then they'd click us and check us out. So we were very blessed with orders coming in for being um, kids. I was 18. My brother was That's 20. Amazing. And, um, we started in my dad's garage. We, we did that for three years. We moved out to a bigger shop, did that for two more, and then another bigger shop, got a big automatic press, oh, did that for another two years. Then we sold that and moved to Pittsburgh, yeah. and um, it's still running today. We went and, we, we went and checked amazing. it out last time we were in California. Oh, They've grown God. like three times. It's, it's awesome. So um, wow. with the social media, though, like it is – it does so much like – You've been in sales and Kurt's in sales. And like, if, if you can, if I can just promote what it is that I do, yes. like it sells itself. Yes. And and I hear like business owners in, in my industry and in other industries that are like, oh, I don't know, like sales aren't going so good. And I'm like, if you, you if you do, if you love what you do and you can post about it, and, pe- and, and let people see it and also put the work in, leave yes. comments, you know, like, yes. like there's, there's more to being interactive than, and that's why you want to go to those platforms where you can kind of go both ways. Um, but it, it is uh, mind blowing how much of a response that we get off of, you know, even and now that we've, we've kind of gained, um, I think we're at like 7,500 followers on our Instagram. Awesome. It's like, you know, we post here and there and, uh, when we do, we get a pretty good response, and and we're able to maintain that and and catch those DMs and yes. and try to talk to people and and do all that. So, um, with thank you if you if you're one of our followers, thank you um, for checking us out and uh, sharing our stuff and yes. and being involved and and 
all of our orders, of course, because uh, you know we are we are doing well, and we're we got we got food on the table. We're very happy, um, but we wouldn't be wouldn't be here without our customers. So right. do good work, get paid well. Uh, that, that's kind of like what I what I'm what I try to say yes. to people that are starting out. Um, but if you if you can do it and, and promote it on the social media, like it it is like mind-blowing absolutely it is and that's um like when i say to people like thank you for supporting my business yeah. i don't think people realize like that's so surface no literally <laughs> thank you for supporting my small business because yes. you're also supporting my family they don't know like no. i get like i'll have like a 140 dollar order and then like my gas bill comes in it's 140 dollars. i'm like thank you you just paid my gas bill like <laughs> right. you have no idea how much like that's every right. little order and like they might they may know, they may not know, like what that. It might just be a portion of the day, or it might be, you know. And then, you you might just like we might misprint yeah. something. You might have a bad batch. You've got to throw it out. You have all that time and all that, you know, um, energy and and whatever yeah. materials you use that you just have to toss it and start over. And um, you know, we need to be able to have that little bit of a buffer zone, of yeah. course. So um, every little bit that goes into it. We're, we're always trying to get as much as we can out of it too. So And that's what's so nice too. And I remember, I think when I placed an order with you, yeah. you were printing my menus for my in-house. Yeah. And I was like so nervous. I was like, he's got this big, beautiful shop. Like <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. And you handle each and every customer. And I think my order may have been like $50. And I thought like, He's not gonna like not just you, but like yeah. I felt I was so nervous, but you yeah. handled things with such care and passion, and you guys you could just tell, and Thank that's you. what I think is so important too. Give me chills. No, I'm serious. Like yeah. anything you print for me has so much love for. I think I actually shouted you out of my baby shower when I was like, <laughs> yeah. and by the way, all the signage here <laughs> is from Pittsburgh Friendship. Love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also. Uh, this is like a pet peeve of mine. Um, I, I've found as a business owner, um, not even a pet peeve, but like it's so important mm-hmm. that when you do make this journey and if you are already on this journey, it takes nothing to share somebody else's stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like if I see, I don't care what you post, if it's something that could help in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form, I'm sharing it on my story. Right. And that's honestly how I make so many connections as well. We don't ever have had to met in person, but if I have either had your product or mm-hmm. um, just really follow along with your journey, uh, people are like, oh, thank you so much. Like that is so important. And that is how social media can be so influential. And mm. um, like, I, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Share, share, share. Did you ever see yourself becoming an entrepreneur? Um, so I saw myself being a boss. Mm. I'm very good at leading. Mm. And um, mm. that's what I figured out when I worked downtown at that place. Um, I like I had a staff that loved me and that yeah. made me feel so good because that was probably one of the hardest things that I ever did in my life is being a boss and handling a lot of different personalities. Yeah. Um, and you have to be able to do that. Um, so I saw myself leading, um, and then once I got a taste of like, you know, I would love to be my own boss. It could definitely be challenging because guess what? You don't get a paycheck every mm-hmm. two weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really to like, yeah. Lena, like, oh yeah, you know, I'll get my, my direct deposit. Nope. That's not how it works right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's something also to get used to. But again, I love to lead and I think that's also why I love to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely saw myself being some type of boss, but mm-hmm. I guess not necessarily my own boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm curious, and uh, 
like have you found like your base yet like you're you're uh you're able to do this business so i was able to do uh, i started my business when i was a stay-at-home full-time dad i knew i needed to make money so i was like all right yes. i'm gonna do this and this at the same time and i could take my kid with me i didn't want to do screen printing again there's a lot lots of chemicals yeah. equipment and okay. um stuff that can not not good for babies right. um so <laughs> when i switched over to paper printing it was like a, i'm like wow this this thing kind of does most of the work and yeah. you just have to know how to operate it. Yes, really. exactly. And it can be, um, you know, we have our office space moments where we're tr- we want to grab a bat and um, beat the heck out of it. But um, the, it's not for, the, and that's why you don't see a lot of people like starting print shops because like, it's not sexy. Like it's not, it's not like fun. Like, the Oh yeah, I'm going to start it. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> if you, if you really love it, but like pe- yes. people in general aren't like, Oh yeah, I really love printing. <laughs> Um, so like I, I had like a manufacturing background. I was 16. I started working at my first print shop and, um, I was spray painting on t-shirts when I was 12 and like, I was just like, it, it was always fun and like, it's artistic, but I get to do other people's stuff and work with it or, or on it. And, yeah. and, um, so it's always changing, but it's, it's, uh, you're kind of still perfecting. I've been doing it 20 years now and you're wow. I'm still perfecting the craft every day. Like, all right, what, what, why did it do it that way? What, what's, yeah. what's yeah. this, um, you know, how did it? You know, you're now I'm communicating with these um, printers and trying to, you know, make the settings and the paper all, all kind of match up. Yes. Where, um, you know, before it was with screen printing, it's a very physical oh, wow. part where you're, you know, you're pressing the, the ink against the screen that hits the, it's whatever it is, whether it's a shirt or paper stickers, yeah. whatever. Um, so handling all of that and, and working with different types of equipment and, and everything. Um, tell me about some of your experiences, like with, how you, uh, like you said, you did baking, you don't love yeah. it. You like, what are your, um, like you, you know, what I'm yeah. yeah. Well, first I love that you said that too. Yeah. And you know, like people aren't like wild about printing, but yeah. this sounds like, I don't even know, but I have to imagine that if I were in your shoes, that every time you print something, you bring somebody's dreams to life. You bring a dream to reality. That's mm-hmm. very real. Like that, yeah. that is like anytime I get a menu printed, you printed the, the sign for my daughter's baby shower mm-hmm. for dicks. Like that mm-hmm. was a dream. That was like, so, like that's, that's very important. Look, I, I've got chills myself. Yeah. Um, but I'd say my base, um, I honestly with Willow, I had a difficult pregnancy with her. So I really didn't have a lot that I did like while I was pregnant with her. Yeah. I did a couple like in homes, but, I've moved more to like the catering side of things or even Mm. the meal prep. I love that I can bring like that joy to people's houses. How many times people tell me like, Amber, the fact that I was able to go into my fridge and grab out this meal and not have Mm -hmm. to worry about it. Mm -hmm. So I do a a lot for families and that is something that really makes me happy too. Um, and that's another thing too. Like it's trial and error. Um, and just to kind of, so that's kind of my base, being able mm. to control my schedule entirely. This yeah. is when the meal drop's going to be because, you know, my kids are in X, Y, and Z, and I have to move yeah. around this. Um, and then I feel like the other side that people don't really discuss a lot is when you have a passion for something, per, you know, pursue it, you always have to be prepared for anything, especially Absolutely. like in the restaurant industry, food industry, what have you. But yeah. um people can try to also ruin your experiences. Like one of the worst experiences that I had, I didn't have a contract yet. Mm. And I was like, 
it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. And this was for over like $5,000. And I had somebody try not to pay me. And I had done so much work. And put money into it. So much money. And um, (laughs) that was like a wake-up call. And I I remember he had called me to his office. And um, this was actually supposed to be a further business deal. They wanted me to be like the head chef for them. And I was like, I remember talking to my friends about it like, do I give up on my take? Do I go and work? You know, yeah. whatever. But I remember going into this person's office and I sat down and I had to hold it together mm-hmm. and not cry, not react. I took my phone out. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to record this. I'm going to, and I was completely by myself. Yeah. And, um, it was just, that was the worst situation. Never happened again. I learned my lesson. I got yeah. a contract, I think yeah. within a week. Um, but just, Again, people can try to deter you. Mm-hmm. You got to keep pushing because Absolutely. if you have a passion, seriously, like yeah. it shows in your work. Right. And you have to push for it. Yeah. Um, if you believe in yourself, like you are your biggest supporter at the end of the day. Like obviously the people around you um, and I yeah. couldn't be more grateful. Yeah. But if you got that fiery passion inside <laughs> of you, like that's get it, get there, get there, yeah, you got right. it, do it, make the jump. Um, there was a, there was a job a few years ago and it was, uh, we got stiffed by five grand and, um, it's a kind of same, same situation. Oh, and, um, I ended up having to take a loan out to pay for the materials and, um, which, you know, the vendors I was working with were, were very nice and, and they, they let me kind of take, take my time on, on figuring out sure. exactly how to make up all that. Cause it was like, it was supposed to be. 15 day terms or something like that after I delivered everything and we had, yeah. it was this big event and, um, it's, it's, uh, it can be tough. And it, and like that at the time, like that didn't break me. It wasn't like, I want to stop doing this because this sucks. Um, but it was, it was definitely like one more strain and it was like strain mm-hmm. after strain after strain. It's yeah. like, how deep do I go? Um, at one point it was like, uh, $70,000 in debt. And yeah. it's like, does this scare me, or, is it, or like, is this is just is this just part of it? Right. And um, like, and I think it's just uh, it. Every person is different. Um, I think one thing that you were saying a minute ago is just to not be, um, not be married to any specific thing. Yeah. So like, be ready to adapt. Be ready to change. Yes. Um, we like we when we were doing now art printing probably makes up more than half of the business that we do, um, in house at least. And we have, we have other vendors that we work with for, for other different items, but like the in-house, what we do mainly is, is our copier printing and, um, some signage, but, but mostly the, the art printing. And, uh, and so the art printing has, as, uh, we had been selling it, but we had been sending out to uh, like other sign shops that had like bigger equipment, but they were, being that they were sign shops, like they didn't have the same quality standards that oh, we did because they're used to so just hard. stuff being on a wall and you see it from 10 feet away yeah. um, or 50 feet away or whatever. And so it didn't re- like they're, they're, the machines that they have are made to just be fast and, um, you know, kind of cheap. And sure. Just get, the, get sure. the product out there. And so uh, as we started to develop that and then during the pandemic, it was a lot. I think a lot of people – well, there were no events going on, so mm-hmm. we had to kind of lean more into like, all right, well, what does everyone else want? Um, I made some like coloring books. I made like oh, like there cool. was uh, a lot of a lot of cool things that w- I was able to do and 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 kind of adapt. But 
um, we leaned way into the art printing because we we could people could order like um, people could set up like an online store and there were a lot of people in the service industry that were out of work yes. that were artists that would have spent so much more time on their art but they didn't because they were working and now that they didn't um, have that job they had the time to, to pursue the, the art career and so we were able to kind of tap into that and um, and help people out because we didn't it's not like you had to order 500 prints right. um, no minimum order one you can order just one and um, we would have them done within a few days and it was it was good um, but it wasn't great there were a couple times where like uh, it there were there were hiccups and we, when we were sending out for it and there like There'd be times where the quality wasn't perfect. They weren't using gloves. There, we'd get like bends in the prints. Mm-hmm. There'd be one missing, and there'd be an, like there was an art show that day, and so it's like, like I don't have the machine, so I don't have any control. The best I can do is have it ready for you next week. Yeah. Like, so um, bringing hard. those machines in house and getting like the best of the best. Yes. Um, that's made for exactly what it is we're doing. So now we have um, we have three machines. They're all twelve color machines, which is like. Uh, bigger color gamut than most mm. printers like have, and um, so for the art printing, it's like we're we're gonna be going to a trade show, and I think like my tagline is like, "Are we the best print shop in the world for art?" Like I don't know. I want you to tell me. Yes. Oh. So like, Oof. right? Yes. Like, I don't know. I'm invested. <laughs> yes. Please yes. try us out. Maybe here's a gift card. I don't know exactly how yeah. I'm gonna like do that, but like, are we? You tell it. Yeah. On for size. Exactly. That's fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm inspired. Thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's where I feel like to kind of piggyback off that. I think another yeah. really hard thing in whatever industry you go into yeah. is having um, somebody that doesn't quite see your value. Right. And whereas you have things, and I, I have like food to show for it, but I've had so many people. Um, just try to absolutely just tear me apart. Yeah. Wow. I've seen a lot. So I think a lot of those people don't value themselves. And um, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And if, if you were able to um, like you have your menus and your prices are there and you know, you're kind of doing your thing. If, and if someone wants to gawk or, you know, say like, Oh, I'd, I'd pay half that for this or, Whatever, yes. um, cool. Like you go, go ahead, make it. Go buy like, the ingredients, right? And cook yes. yourself. Yeah. Yes. The difference is you, and like, there's people that get really concerned um, in any industry that like people are going to take their ideas from them, and I'm like, no, it's because like you're what's you are what they're buying. Like the reason they want it is you. Like they can get the same ingredients, but it's never going to be the same because right. like you and every you know yeah. minute leading up to making it is what is going to make it different than what yes. they did. So I have no qualms if someone wants to try to take what is what I'm doing and, and try to do it themselves because I show up every day and try to do my best. And if they're going to, if they're going to do that, then I'll respect them. But if Absolutely. they don't do as good as I do, I'm going to laugh in their, like yes. kindly no, laugh in their face. Yes. Like, okay, like keep going. Yes. And it can be like just so demeaning. And I mm-hmm. remember one of the first times I was just like, Curtis, like, what? Do they not know what I do? I thought, yeah. and I thought to myself, like, if I really get into marketing, um, I have a, a couple of friends that are photography, videography. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need you to, I'd like to pay you. I want you to follow me around. I want you to see, on mm-hmm. average, I go to like three to five grocery stores. 
yeah in markets yeah. like i am truly putting my all into this um right. smelling things yes. like by looking look, at yeah. them making yes. sure um yeah. and that is something that's very difficult but mm-hmm. again you know what that also pushes me because those same yeah. people continue to follow me yeah. and continue to see the work that i do mm-hmm. um and that's definitely something that can it's double-sided it can bring yeah. you down but it also brings you up right um ha- have you seen there's a netflix documentary called uh jiro dreams of sushi he's a michelin star so that's actually chef. on my watch list okay I won't spoil it for you, okay, okay. but it's one of the, my favorite movies as a business owner. Oh. Just seeing it, um, we'll talk about it. Let me yeah. know once you see it because yes, I will. it's up there uh, if, if any of our listeners haven't seen it yet. Um, and just to, it, it, in a way where like passionately love what you do and, mm. and like the that work will pay off. So like you going to the, those, you know, multiple stores and, and, you know, finding what works for you, what doesn't, yes. what, um, and then you, you know, you open a, a, a bag of something and it's all dried out and you're like, ah, oh, shoot, you know, whatever. Got to go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. or I'm not going to go to that place anymore. Or I, I'm not yes. going to chop that brand or whatever it is. Or maybe it was just a bad one. You give it a yeah. second chance, but like you, all of that is, is part of the development. And, and we think of that, like, it's just the day to day. Right. But like yes. you, you need, and then you'll, you'll end up with stuff like this happens to me where my supplier doesn't have what I need mm-hmm. and I've been going to them for years for it and then they don't have it. And during the pandemic, it was a ma- total mess. Yeah. Um, but then I find new supplier and then like, okay, well that didn't work out. And now I have five places that I could go to. I really like this one that, right. you know, that I've been going to and I'll, I'll go to them as much as I can, but now at least I have the resources. So there's always like this. Um, and, and I, when you were talking about, having to fire um, your partner. And um, like, these are stress tests that we get to go through. Right. And um, once you do that and you figure that out and and you're like, okay, well I, I, either I passed or failed and you know, you can kind of grade yourself and figure out how you're doing. Um, But once you can get through that with your partner, now that once you can recover from it and figure out exactly what happened, um, then you're, you're that much stronger for it, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And that just helps you on the next time or it, it inspires you for the next time to do this a certain way. And it's just like, it really is. Yeah. And messing up is, messing yeah. up is. It's a necessity. Absolutely. Because <laughs> after, like, after that incredibly uncomfortable conversation you had to have with that guy, you're like, I'm never going to have a contract again. Girl, right. ever. <laughs> yeah, same. And now we don't do any work that's not paid for. Right. right. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> i can't like like it was mad how our system worked before it was like people would email us about an order and we would just print it and our customer service was so bad we would never even we would it wouldn't be invoiced we would never tell them it was done with like there would be there there was too many people and um most of them were all working part-time so like people were just doing little bits and and then the ball would get dropped and then when they'd come back in there would be so yes. much more to do mm-hmm. yeah. that they wouldn't get back to the that first thing and so there was just stuff sitting on the shelf um, that I'm sure people really wanted um, that we were just yeah. real bad at the the execution and you know and that was all just part of learning and figuring out exactly like how do we want every step to go and um, you know what exactly is our process what does it look like and now changing now every order has to be placed on the website there's still one or two that sneak in every month yeah. and it's a total pain in the butt because 
like we were dealing with one today and she's like if this could have just been on the website then i would have had all the information i needed but instead we have to keep going back to the customer and asking different little questions and, yeah. and it's all there um so if if you're listening please order you order on the <laughs> website. website um i promise it, it seems a little scary at first but once you do it I'm and, and i it now. oh yeah oh yeah um, I have got, I have customers that are like, nah, I don't really want to. And then they do it and they're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And I'm like, yes. literally it was asking you like five questions, yes. your graphic and your email yes. address. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yes. Um, so it's, uh, and it's, it comes over to us and it gives us like a whole back end. Uh, we try to make it very, very easy. You don't have to sign up for anything. Yeah. Um, and that's, I can't stand that. Oh if yeah. I have to, if I'm just like, like create a login. Yeah. Quickly look at something. Or, <laughs> right. And they're like, make an account. I'm like, <laughs> so ease of use is like very very high up on yeah this. like you're it's not the easy. prettiest like because i made it and like like i'm working on it like as as we go um but I, it's not bad and it, no. and it communicates what what it needs to be shoots so. the email right back to me mm-hmm. pay your invoice boop boop it's done it's fantastic seriously it's thank you yeah so ease of use is definitely uh very high up for me when it comes to um it's like ordering and god there's so many platforms actually kind of going back real quick to the pandemic yeah yeah shout out to all the businesses that came out of the pandemic i met so many people that were like you know what i had to pivot to this but i'm talking Mm -hmm. very successful like just small businesses and Mm -hmm. i so like if people were wanting to make the jump then like we don't have to go through another pandemic to make it again. Absolutely. No, seriously, you don't. Yeah, at least now you know that there's customers and, and yes. you know, like you're not Yes. It's one thing to go through it and struggle and like I can't imagine starting in the pandemic like like you started in the pandemic. Mm. Um I mean luckily you had uh an audience. The the audience yeah. and the customer right. base, right? Um but I, I couldn't imagine just starting up fresh in like a very very hard time to do business depending on what your industry was yes um and like i know me and panada he opened the day of the shutdown oh no i love their empanadas yeah they're they're they are um and it's like like the the luck of the draw like like sometimes that just happens like and you just have to like okay like well how do we go where do we go from here and and you know the the I don't know if they did Uber Eats or, or just pickups or whatever, but they got through it and they're they're doing good. Yeah. Um, and I so, mean, you, like, my take came at a time where people were like just wanting, like, food from not your own house. Yes. <laughs> In some weird version of normalcy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I've met like some of the coolest people. One of my very favorite clients, uh, a husband and a wife. He hit me up. He said. You know, I'd like to plan this for my wife's birthday, I believe it was. And, yeah. um, of course, you guys printed the menus. Um, <laughs> and I, and that's that's another thing I actually really, really love is, um, so for my in-home services, I do, like, kind of semi-event planning. So I bring a whole mm-hmm. tablescape, um, matching dishes, liners, fresh flowers, the menus. So I really love that. This couple stayed in the kitchen with me the entire time. They ate their food. They asked me if I wanted to pull up a chair no seriously like they were absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. they are absolutely amazing Mm. and anytime um just anything if i post something or like we still keep in contact and um so i just like it's so cool to meet the people yeah that are just like yes they're giving you business but you you make these really really cool relationships absolutely like i and and that's another thing again if you're like teetering like should i do it like absolutely it's going to be hard but it's also one of the most fulfilling things i've ever done yeah 
even if you're doing even if you just start part-time or like yeah. as a as a you know like yes. like get your get your feet in the in get your feet wet yeah i'd say and um start figuring out all the little odds and ends absolutely um because that's and um i was gonna say like you you started yours during the pandemic and i like that's got to be one of the hardest things um your resources are so limited right um right. you know the just the, like everything I, I can't even describe like it was yes. a very very tough time for us because we had to change like 70 percent of our business was events based and like our our summers are twice as busy as our our, our um you know winter because like in the winter there's there's not that much going on you don't need that much printing yeah. um so switching over to and now it's it's leveled out more and more um like this month this last month was supposed to be like one of our um, bad months and it was not a bad month mm, so we're we're very happy to see so if, like if if the summer if august is twice as busy as this last month was then it's going to be yes. insane because yes. it was almost this l- last month was almost as busy as our last august was so that's if that's a sign that yeah. it's going to get even bigger then um i'll try to get some sleep now yeah because it's, it's awesome. not going to happen then. Um, being in the world of small business is so funny. Like, um, sometimes if people get, like, really mad at us, and it's, like, it's just two of us. And, like, when you come to pick up your stuff, it's like, hi, that was me that you were emailing. <laughs> and yelling at. like, well, you, like, or if someone gets so mad, like, I'm never coming here again. I'm like, would you do that to Target? No, no cause absolutely you're gonna keep going not. Back to Target, right. Even if you had a bad experience, like, give us a chance. Like, what Absolutely. if we had a bad week? Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no. And that's what actually, um, one of the things I commend you guys on your Google reviews. Thanks. And I remember somebody just put like a crap thing that just didn't even make sense. And you replied back to it with like such grace <laughs> and like the sweetest thing. And I was like, God bless this man. Oh my goodness. Cause she, she hits me up anytime there's a, there's an email with like an, any issue. And I'm like, I got this. I'm He's sad. so good at it. But see how, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I take it. But see, that's also a part of it. It's uncomfortable, but that needs assessed too. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, if if you can handle, um, you know, a customer before it becomes a one star review, sure. yeah. then th- your their experience and the the likelihood that they're going to trust you to come and come back to you is so much higher. Mm-hmm. If you can be honest with them, compassionate, yes. try to be understanding, and um, I what I like to do is ask them what they think is fair. So, um. And I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do this, but this is what I'd like to do. I want to know what you think. And uh, that giving them the, and, and treating every situation being differently. Like being, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, right. oh, how, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes a difference. It and, does. And um, we've been able to, I think, we do have a couple, you know, uh, which any business sure. that's been around, you know, we're almost nine years in, like I said, it's going to have a... Some people that just didn't like what what it is that we didn't, sure. and there's and I'll, those experiences were definitely valid and warranted, and, yeah. and things that we learned from. Because if we if we didn't mess up at all, then we would not that if we didn't mess up because we are going to mess up. But if right. we didn't, if no one like pushed back, left a bad review, emailed us, told us, if no one tells us we're doing a bad job, then we might not ever notice. Right. That uh, we were doing a thing yes. that like they didn't like, yes. 
um, feedback is yeah. so important. That's right. why I tell people all the time, like, hey, let me know how that was. I still do it to all my friends. They're like, hey, well, you know it's good. And I'm like, no, but I still need to know. Yeah. It, it's so important. I, I need your taste buds. I, yes. Like, I want to yes. know what, what you yes. liked about it. Too salty? Yes. What? Like, especially with especially with meal planning, because mm-hmm. that's really the biggest challenge is coming. I did like a little survey on my story um, mm. and people said they want to see more vegetarian. Yeah. That was probably my highest selling mm-hmm. thing besides the salmon fried rice this last yeah. time around. And yeah. um, I was so happy I was able to get that to people. Yeah. What the people asked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's important. Absolutely. Very. Yeah. You never know what, um, you know, you could be selling so much more of some other random yes. thing that you never even thought of. Right. Um, if you don't ask, then you, you'll never know what it is that people want to be getting yeah. from you. Yes. And that's, I think sometimes people get afraid, like they don't want to like, Oh, I don't want to know. Like I really do need the feedback. I want to know. And I, I keep notes. It's hard to give unpleasant feedback. It is. It Mm -hmm. it definitely is. I saw something the other day. It said, it was like, um, man, I wish I could truly reference it. It was an Instagram video, of course, or TikTok. Yeah. But it was talking about like, just how to be honest with somebody and it doesn't always have to be mean essentially like in a loving it, way yes mm-hmm. and i was like that is so true and you can definitely like i feel like honesty is like so underrated like Absolutely. i don't know people are like very yeah. like no i want your honest feedback yeah. um so yeah if you're listening always give your honest feedback about things like yeah. that's how we grow mm-hmm. like 100 percent I have this uh, this thing that I've said about like just relationships, whether it's a relationship with your customers, yeah. relationships with family, friends, um, your partner, uh, trust, honesty, and respect. Like those three are all intermingled. Yeah. So if uh, if a customer feels like they don't um, trust you, then they're not going to respect you, and they're not going mm. to be honest with you. Mm. Um, so they they all definitely coincide. But um, underlying is communication and expectations and and being able to understand the customer's expectations um, and be able to communicate your expectations too. And that's why these contracts are so important, right? Yeah. Because then you're able to outline everything. And then if yes. you don't feel, if you don't do what's expected of you, you, you know what happens in the contract. Sure. They know what to expect. And then if they don't do what is expected of them, you know what they're going to do next. Absolutely. So there's like a, a play-by-play and um, that communication, and when you're advertising, marketing, I mean, that communication is very important. And there's times where I've missed the mark on, you know, what it is that I thought I was trying to market. Mm. Um, and then it was like, oh, wait, no, like a lot of people asked this other question that <laughs> what didn't have anything to do with what I was trying right. to say. So I must not have, um, I created some other expectation right. that, that they, you know, I wasn't trying to or. Um, I, f- I find anytime I have to make a sign um, for something, I'm like, that's something that if I have to repeat myself like over and over and over, I'm like, all right, I'm adding this to my signature or I need to make a web page about <laughs> yes. this. I, like this is a, you know, an FAQ. Like what, why, why is everyone asking me this one thing? Mm. Um, so it's, it's definitely communicating and, and uh, absolutely. Uh, Very big. Yeah. So I, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you started this business during the pandemic, so 2020, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're three years in now. Yeah. And um, is that is that when you got the LLC in, in 2020? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So I've had it for that long. Yeah. And um, 
there's been uh, articles, awards, articles. So articles. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool. So that's actually okay. on my link awards tree. soon. Yeah, so, awards yeah. soon, definitely yeah. soon. Yeah. I um, yeah, I actually don't know if that's an option. What is it? Uh, no, what is it? Pittsburgh. The best uh, of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if there's an um, city paper. Oh yeah, there's definitely a category for personal chef. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. I know I saw Caterer before, but who knows? Um, I'll definitely just be get, up there. Just, just get your way in there. Yeah, You'll absolutely. And that's uh, to follow me on all social media. It's my take, M-Y-T-A-Q-U-E, Instagram, mm. Facebook, all of that. But then on my link tree, um, which is on all those sites, I have like um, the really great article that Colin wrote yeah. and then the mm. last podcast that I was on. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to get out there. Yeah. Will you tell the story, this last drop, um, that like a neighbor grabbed the food or something (laughs) and ate it? (laughs) Wait. Oh my God. And of course it came from someone with Angel Mm -hmm. and she reposted my stuff and, um, this lady was so nice. And if I ever have anybody, I'll confirm the order. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, this is what time you can expect me for deliveries. I had actually a bunch just all over very random places. And I, I hit her up. I said, hey, I just want to, you know, I want to confirm your order. I want to confirm your address, blah, 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 blah. You're paid. Cool. And she was like, yes. Okay, see you. And I was like, okay, great. So delivery day comes and it was like the address was off by one number. Mm. And she's like, hey, I have this blue bin on my porch. You can set the food in. I pull up. I was like, oh, I don't see a blue bin. I had to get to my next delivery. So I was like, hey. Everything's dropped off. I didn't see the blue bin. I put it on the couch on your porch. <laughs> she calls me like 15 minutes later, and I'm already over halfway to my next delivery, mm-hmm. my last one. And she's like, hi, you know, this is so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, 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 what's going on? And she's like, um, I don't have a couch on my porch. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, I instantly got sick. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, my stomach sank. All that like, work. I don't... Oh, my gosh. And it was like, <laughs> it had to have been like six meals. And I was like, I... I'm so sorry. What can I do? Um, and I said, I said the address back to her and she's like, Oh my God, I must've written the wrong thing. Mm. And I was like, Oh no. Um, so obviously like I wasn't truly at fault, but I still felt horrible. And I was like, please let me know like what I can do to, you know, rectify the situation. Yeah. So I hit her up like an hour or two from then. She's like, She's like, I went home, I hurried up, I went to that address, and the guy had already eaten one of the salmon fried rice. Oh, what? And said he just finds food on his porch, like, I'm going to eat this. Yes. <laughs> but then he said, he was like, I need this, I need whoever made this information. Yeah. This is yeah. one of the best things I've ever had. <laughs> and, like, and she was like, I, you're going to have a customer for life. I'm like shoving this quinoa in my mouth. And I was like, I am so sorry, but that's also hilarious and great all at the same mm-hmm. time. But, um, yeah, that was so funny. And, who knows? like, everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? And who knows? That might be a new customer of mine. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Um, we, we, uh, we've we learned the hard way. We take pictures when we – we don't do deliveries anymore, but now, oh, yeah. we, like, we take pictures. and have um, to. I see yeah. a little Amazon on my camera. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's, right it's like uh, – there was one, man, We and it was – like for our shop, for where it was, it was like a good 40 minutes away. And we, at the time we were doing, because it was mid-pandemic, so we were just trying to take every order we could. Sure. We were doing free delivery on orders of $10 or more. Oh and which is like 
we were losing money, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Um, but just getting people, I knew that like if we can get people to order, then it, it didn't matter. Like just do free delivery. It was basically free delivery sure. for everyone. We weren't really checking like how much <gasps> someone spent two dollars. We probably still deliver it. We might just, you know, wait for um, a day where we're kind of in that area. Right. So we we had this one and she needed it. It was like for a birthday party for her son or something like that. And she, um, she's like, Hey, like did, uh, you know, did this get delivered? And we're like, yep, it got delivered at that time. We didn't take any pictures. And so, um, the person that did delivery, they're like, yeah, it was red door, mat, whatever. And, um, somehow something got swapped. It was either an address that they had given us before, or it was just a different customer with a different address that like the information just somehow, you know, what we wrote down or what we printed out, it just didn't, didn't match up with what it was. And yeah, of course she was, she was upset, but I think it was like months later that we finally figured out, like um, we, we did another delivery to that address and we took a picture of it and, and we were like, like, thanks again for your order. Like, thanks for coming to us. Uh, another time um i even after that fiasco happened and um here's a picture of your order and she's like one i didn't order from you and two that's not my door and i was like okay so then then we started putting all the pieces together and like uh, you know yeah but it's uh yeah (laughs) it's not easy (laughs) but you're still here still here still here still out there and doing it um showing up every day is uh they say it's eighty percent. I think that that's, you know, it's everything. If if you don't, there's so many people that talk about like what they're going to be doing, and um and then just never act on it. And and like I I have to be careful with, you know, you get in these circles of entrepreneurs, and and um, there are people that want to like look and and act and feel like an entrepreneur, but they don't actually do it. Yeah. And so you got to be careful of who, you know, you get you end up giving your time to or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but the, the people that are there and doing it and show up, like, I mean, you could see it in their life. Like they're, it's, it's, uh, they, they don't, they can't stop, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, uh, absolutely, uh, important. So if you're, if you're thinking about it and you want to do it, um, I've, I've definitely learned more as I've, as I've grown is to just like not talk about what's coming next. Mm. Um, but just show people like, um, you can give people like little, hints here and there but yeah um and then that way if it doesn't work out it's not like this yeah Yeah. um don't make too much of a deal out of it until it's there and happening and like um you get your you know if you're getting new equipment or signing up for something new or whatever um offering something like you want to make sure that you're you're able to back that up yes and there's definitely been some times where it's like oh we're going this we're doing this and then it doesn't work out it's like, oh, and then people ask, like, like what, what happened? happened to that? Right. Yep. You don't want to be that guy. Right. Um, so it's definitely important to you know, f- figure out exactly what you're doing. And then once you have it in motion and, uh, you know, then it's it can be a lot more fun just letting people see it. Yes. And then they're like, like, whoa. Like, right. It's like a surprise. A little yeah. surprise. Like, right. Oh, nice. And there, there'll be people that are like, oh, I didn't even know you did this thing or, or um, you know, like how off, how long have you been doing this? And, you know, we'll tell them uh, like it's them that didn't that didn't yeah. know, you know, like like <laughs> yes. I've, I've literally been here, um, you know, doing this thing, plugging my way, plugging away at it. And, and uh, you know, when, once we once we get to that point where um, hopefully 
you know, majority of people, everyone, once everyone knows about it, then it's, it seems pretty unstoppable. Yeah. So I, I love, love that so much. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Um, I appreciate you being here and being on. Thank you. Um, is there, so I have this, um, I have lots of like ideas and things that like I, I, I think about and little, uh, I don't know if they're like isms or whatever, but mm. um, one of my things is that like with small business and one of the reasons I want to do this podcast is because I feel like every small business owner has a different reason why they do what they do, how they do what they do. And I, the example I give is bakeries because like mm. you could have a hundred bakeries on one street and they would open and close at different times. They'd use different ingredients. Some would be sourdough. Some would be, you know, and some would have different reasons. Some would go to school. Some would be self-taught or have their grandmas or mm. whatever. And um, like, you're such a great mix of all of these things. Um, but like that is with just small business in itself and like I could think of the dozen print shops that are in Pittsburgh and think about you know how different they are from ours and mm-hmm. why they do what they do and um, you know what sets them apart and what sets us apart and always trying to find our um, what our identity or niche or whatever um, I think that that's it's very important and what I want to do with this podcast is kind of highlight like who these people are and what makes them different mm-hmm. and like you you might be um, at an event and you have a booth and someone else has a booth and someone might try, you know, just a little, um, pick yeah. of, of something and then they'd go to the next one. Yep. And, um, this is a chance to like go a layer deeper and figure out exactly like who you are, why you're doing it a little bit more. Like I'm, I'm hoping to highlight that, um, kind of like, and, and then as well, like, I don't know if it's selfishly, but give people an insight and like even in my business and, and into who I am and what I'm doing and why I do it. Um, there's only so much I think that we can like transfer into the day to day. And like, unless we're meeting people for like a, a long period of time, mm-hmm. which generally doesn't happen. Um, you know, they only see that surface layer. So this is an opportunity to, for people to really like, kind of dig in a little bit more and see like what the person behind it really is and why um, they're, they're doing what they're doing. So like for me, obviously I have my, my son and that was my primary reason that I Mm -hmm. needed to do this. Um, And I do, I still work the business around him and his schedule and like he has days off of school and I I try to adapt and um, whether it's, you know, not taking on certain jobs because I know that's going to get in the way or, you know, and, 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 it doesn't always work out, but um, doing my best to be accommodating and um, work work within those constraints, so that I can, um, so that I I know that I created this business in in yeah. that um, kind of with maybe shadow where that that's like kind of in the background. Yeah. Um, so for you, like, is there anything? Um, do you have anything to speak to that? Yeah, I um to kind of piggyback off what you said, yeah. my kids are also in the center of mine as well. Yeah. Um like my family too, like personally, um we didn't have a lot growing up. I mean, my mom made the best of every situation. Yeah. Um she really Similar. did. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like breaking generational Yeah. things. Absolutely. Um, but and this like goes very deep and um but my son one thing that I tell him before he goes to bed every night, you know, I tell him who he is and that he's the only, I say, you're the only you, yeah. you're going to change the world someday. And it yeah. doesn't matter if it's like the littlest thing or something very large. Um, 
but I genuinely feel inside of my soul mm-hmm. that what I'm doing with food in some way, someday I'm going to change the world. Yeah. And that's, and again, that could just be the most tiny, minute thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really what drives me. Yeah. The kids and just knowing that like you're born for a purpose, like you're yeah. here for a reason and sometimes right. it's okay not to know that reason. Um, yeah. but you are here for a reason and you, yeah. you owe it to yourself to do the most with that. Yeah. I think that that shows through with, um, what you're doing and how you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and I think that it for like doing what you're doing. Um, I mean, all of us doing what we're doing in, in trying to do our best and in a, in a positive way. I think if, when you look at it more in a macro, mm-hmm. um, like that is where like the community as a whole is the, the negativity can be so loud mm-hmm. and um, just people that are just, you know, putting their best into it. And there's the, the people that are doing that will recognize the other, the other people mm. that are doing that. Mm. Right. And, um, when you have, when you kind of zoom out a little bit, you might not realize that like, it might not be, I might not go to bed thinking like that eating your food because I have eaten your food and it's delicious. <laughs> um, that, that was like life changing for me. But when I think about my year mm. or my month yeah. and I think about, all of the, you know, the small businesses that I go to or, you know, the people that I've interacted with and everything, um, being that, that those experiences are, are compounding, good experience, good experience, mm, good experience. Mm. Um, I think that that does elevate people's lives, mm. um, whether that's yeah. like maybe – and hopefully the same thing with our business where it people might not be thinking about it like, oh, I went to PGA Apprenticeship and now my life is great. But like <laughs> – because of us and a thousand other things, yes. their life is great. It's part of it. And, and if we can all just kind of like fine tune and try to be that best Absolutely. part, um, then that as a community, I think that, that that's where, um, but like trying not to put all that pressure on myself of like, I'm going to make someone's life great. Yeah. Like, that I I don't think I Just be great at being you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and That's that what will you're responsible for right, and that yes. will keep you know um, have that effect the longer yes. you kind of it's a um, snowball effect. Absolutely, yeah. And then if they see it and they you know they, you might change their attitude. Yes. You, I love yeah. that. Yeah, so good. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed to be here. <laughs> you guys. Absolutely. Um, and uh, what would you say is uh. I love getting into like really like niche like questions, but then I, I, I get real caught up in like very particular <laughs> things. So Brittany, do you have anything that like? Um, I guess thinking about like cooking classes for kids. Mm. Yeah. Like go back to that. Um, I know kids can do a lot more than we give them credit for. Like oh, yeah. what, like how hard of like recipes, like what do you think? kids are capable of in the kitchen so the Mm. biggest thing is safety Mm -hmm. that's the thing you have to think about um like kid knives and things like that um Mm. the biggest thing that you have to have when you're a parent caregiver whatever um you have to have patience and you have to sure if you're trying to show them like hey this is what you do with this 
but also give it back to them and see what they do. Mm-hmm. Like see how they're discovering that, hey, I just added flour, egg, and water, and now look, it's a dough. And now look, we're rolling it out. Mm-hmm. And now look, we're cutting it and mm-hmm. boiling it and putting salt and pepper on it. Mm-hmm. Like, So again, patient safety and patience, but you really want to see what children do as well. You want to see how creative they get. Like when I, um, I was like six or seven months pregnant, but I did... Uh, for a really good client of mine, I did uh, a children's, her daughter's birthday party. And it yeah. was like 15 kids. Yeah. And they wanted to do um, pizzas. So I got a bunch of different toppings. Even the different shapes in the mm-hmm. bread and what the kids were noticing. How the bubbles like were forming from the oxygen mm-hmm. from the you know the dough. And yeah. how they can make different shapes. And um, like that was just watching them. I was like, you guys are all so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the lessons that I taught to them because uh, when we made the cupcakes each I gave each child an ingredient to put in the bowl Mm. and I said just because you may have salt or sugar Mm. I said all of these things may seem different but they can't work without Mm -hmm. the other so each part is equally as important as the last Mm -hmm. and that was something that they were like Oh, like, wow, because kids will fight over Like things. the flour, yeah. there's three cups and there's one yeah. teaspoon of baking exactly. soda. It's like, but without that, it's not going to rise. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's not going to rise. That extra egg needs to be in there. This mm-hmm. little bit of vanilla, you won't have yeah. that flavor. Mm-hmm. And just really honing mm-hmm. in with that and watching these kids like, oh, wow. So even though it looked like, because, you know, I have kids of my own. So mm-hmm. I know Kurt Kurt would be like, well, mommy, you have more than me than this. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. t- I try and tell him the same thing. Like you can't... Um, they don't work without one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Symbiotic. Yeah. Love that. Yes. Um, what, what is, uh, what's something that working with these kids has taught you? Um, really kind of going back to that again, patience. Yeah. And that's something that I, I can struggle with. Yeah. Um, because I'm also a person that like, Hey, I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I could probably get mm. it done faster. But then I'm like, hold on a second. This is a part of his process. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I cannot, I can't hinder that. Mm -hmm. And that is um, Hmm. just really watching my son or anybody that I'm with just be creative and use their own mind to do whatever it is. Um, So that's probably what it's taught me. And and for myself to be more patient with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. I try to consider myself uh, very patient, but when it comes to certain things, um, I'm not, <laughs> and that's definitely that's one of okay. them because I, I mean, my, my son's almost nine and he doesn't, um, he doesn't cook anything <laughs> and, uh, he should, he should, there's no excuse other than the fact that I, you know, haven't taken the time to do it. I don't do a lot of cooking and, um, and in turn, I don't, I don't really expect him to. Um, but if, uh, you know, if, if you got, Kids classes, I'm signing up. Yeah, so absolutely. Check the website, right? I can't absolutely check the website. What is it again? Mytake m y t a q u e dot com, or yeah. on the same thing on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, yeah, we'll be around soon on TikTok. Soon on TikTok, absolutely. You're gonna see some really cool videos. I'm ready. I have so much content ready. <laughs> I do. I'm ready. I love it. Me too. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna do a little sign off. Um, and, and if, if you have any kind of last ideas, you're welcome to, to pop them out. But, um, for myself, um, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been thoughtful discussions with Josh Snyder and uh, my co-host Brittany. and, um, 
So if you want to check out our printing, uh, that is pghprintship.com or on all social media, uh, pghprintship. And um, we would love to work with you. We'd love you for you to check out exactly what we do. Uh, we do a ton of different types of printing, and uh, we enjoy working with new customers. We have a ton of people that are like, hey, this is my first time. What you know? I don't know what I'm doing. And they like feel bad about it. And I'm like, no, this is like, that is why we're here. Um, you know, so uh, we, we really, really enjoy that. If you want to follow me personally, um, Josh Snyder 86, and that's Snyder with an I, S N I D E R, um, on Instagram is probably the best way to see like things that I have going on. We had an art show last week and um, it was, uh, if you want to follow anything that I'm doing, um, everything kind of all flows through there. So, um, and then the, the podcast thoughtful discussions also on, uh, TikTok, I think YouTube as well. And, uh, Instagram, Facebook and all that. So, um, I will leave you to a, an outro. Yeah. Thank you guys. So, well, thank you so much for yeah. allowing me to be here. Thank you. And again, if you're on the verge, take the jump, believe in yourself, show up for you. Um, again, my take M Y T A Q U E. And I do also do lessons in home. Mm. I will, um, I'm going to do some collaborations with a couple cause I do not have a brick and mortar. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do some collaborations with some business owners where I'll cool. come in as a guest chef. So yeah. just keep to, looking for the updates to add what you were just saying about like the people that are, might be thinking about starting their own business. Like yeah. people will, can only take you as seriously as you take yourself. Boom. So whether it's branding or just showing up or putting in the effort of the ingredients or materials or whatever it is, um, you know, you have to take yourself seriously and people will not take you as seriously as you take yourself. They will, mm. it'll be half or a quarter or whatever. Um, but they will never take you more seriously or if they do, then they'll be disappointed. So, um, yes. setting that expectation for yourself and making sure that you're at your best, um, when you do start showing people who you are and what you're doing, uh, will go miles above. And I think that that's, that's somewhere where something that people should focus on. Absolutely. So <laughs> cool. Good. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to steal your. No, that's, uh, that's that it. it. Everybody, <laughs> that's, that's, that is it. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it.